0: This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by ManyChat.com. 1.3 billion people use Facebook Messenger every day. ManyChat is how you reach them. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz, and my guest today is Elisa Meredith. She is a social media consultant, also the content marketing manager at Tailwind, an Instagram and Pinterest scheduling tool. And we are going to talk about social media in general, but we're going to focus on one of the platforms, in particular, Pinterest. So Alisa, thanks for joining me.
1: Thank hey you, John. Thanks for having me on.
0: So we've been doing this social media thing really over a decade now, um, and how would you describe kind of the state of where we are in social media? Consider I you know, like I got on Twitter in 2006 and Facebook opened up in 2008. You know, what's the last decade for social media been like? Good, bad, and ugly.
1: <laughs> wow. How long do we have? <laughs> um I I think it's gone from I remember the days when everything on Facebook was was free and you could assume that when you posted something on your business page all your followers would see it that's that seems like it doesn't even seem possible. right now, does it?
0: I have, I mean, I get like 5%, you know, reach maybe. Um, uh, yeah. and I have a client that's a remodeling contractor that mm-hmm. everybody just loves these people and they get like 50% reach. It's, uh-huh. it's, uh, it's amazing. That's wonderful. <laughs> so it can be done, I guess.
1: <laughs> it can, but it's pretty rare. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's, that's kind of what we're seeing on most social is that ads are becoming more important and that just, that makes, Sense, right? They have to make money too.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I know when we're recommending social for a lot of small businesses. I mean, we we are talking about the organic aspect of it, but a lot of times, increasingly, we're just lumping paid right into you know part of that that plan. Yeah. Um. So, so kind of maybe set the landscape for small business owners. You know, where does social fit in? And obviously, different businesses, different uses. But but generally, where does social fit in today? You think in somebody's marketing plan as a small business?
1: I think it really depends on which network you're talking about. So they all kind of have their own place. Um, Facebook is the place you go because people expect you to be there. Like if you're not there, I think there's there's some suspicion. Like what what do they have to hide? Why are they not on Facebook? Um, Instagram is is where people get to know you personally, uh, which is a, a wonderful thing, and it can be really good for sales uh pinterest which i do not classify as social but i understand that it does get kind of lumped in there is is more of a search engine so there there's a place for for most people on most networks it just depends on on what you're trying to get out of them
0: that that's a great distinction i don't think i've heard anybody talk about it as a as a search engine necessarily i mean mm-hmm. i think a lot of people lump youtube into the social networks and i i, right. I wouldn't necessarily call you know youtube a social network but it yeah. it, it kind of gets lumped in that same way
1: yeah, I agree. And I think that they both have some social elements, right? But primarily the way people use them is is for their own information, right? So I think of, of Pinterest as more like the introverts network. Like it's it's about me. It's about where I go to plan. It's not where I am going to present myself in a certain way, like you might on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram. Um, it's It's a very different intent. And the way that people use it is different too. So Something like ninety percent of all activity on Pinterest happens in search, which is definitely not the case on other networks
0: yeah, in fact, there's a lot of content in say LinkedIn and Facebook that you would never turn up um, organically searching, say mm-hmm. on like um, google or something but but that's not yeah. the case I mean a lot of i I would guess uh, fifty seventy five percent of the traffic to Pinterest comes through organic search outside of Pinterest. would that be true?
1: I I think it's probably lower than that now. It used to be that Google showed a lot more Pinterest results in their search results. But I think eventually they got wise to the fact that they were basically sending their traffic to another search engine. Um, So there are fewer results from Pinterest on Google right now than there used to be. There certainly still are some, but Pinterest itself is very much a search and discovery engine. And in fact, there are about 2 billion searches performed every month on Pinterest.
0: So so let's talk about the social networks then. You've mentioned Facebook mm-hmm. and um, I think you mentioned LinkedIn already and Instagram um, mm-hmm. and, and Twitter, I guess. So it was still still out there as a social yes, network. Yes, it sure is. It's had a little
1: <laughs> bit of a resurgence lately. Yeah.
0: Well, in fact, that's what's kind of interesting. I think LinkedIn has had a huge resurgence um, in terms of oh, its yeah. usefulness. And in fact, I hear more and more people talking about LinkedIn as a search engine. So in other words, uh-huh. not just participate in groups and comment on things, but actually go there to find articles because, um, uh-huh. you know, so much great content is now getting put on LinkedIn. Um, so if you were advising small businesses, and, and again, I know the consultant answer is going to be, it depends, <laughs> but, Ooh, yeah. but g- generically, um, do we need to be on all four of those that I just mentioned?
1: I think for the most part, yes, it, um, there's a use. So I think on on Pinterest specifically, it can be difficult to get a lot of traction if you are strictly a local-based business. So like if you're a brick and mortar in, uh, let's say, Ontario, Canada, and that's the only place that anyone can go to buy from you, it's going to be really hard to get qualified content or qualified traffic from Pinterest. You'll probably get a ton of traffic traffic depending on you know what you're selling but it may not be the place to spend most of your of your time instagram will probably be better for you in that case
0: i had a client a few years ago that was just getting massive amounts of traffic and we were like what and they you were know, local lawn service mm-hmm. um and we're like oh. what is going on and apparently they had written some blog posts that that Google decided was like the number one to talk about grass or certain seeds <laughs> or something. And so they were like ninety percent of their traffic was coming from, you know, outside of, of their community, but it was still kind of fun yep. to see. Well
1: they should probably start selling grass seed or something <laughs> I know, I know. nationally. So, so, Let's <laughs> make something of so, that traffic. Something
0: to do something with it. Okay, so yeah. a lot of people look at Instagram and Pinterest, or maybe not a lot in your world, but a lot in my world, and kind of see them as the same. You know, they're both very visual, they're all about pictures. Um, how, how would you tell somebody how they differ.
1: Oh, so, so different, practically opposite. So Instagram really is like a curated view of a person's life or a, a business really. And, and it's, it's like showing the best of yourself, um, showing like an intimate portrayal of yourself. So people really get to know, like, and trust you, which is great. It's wonderful. Um, but that's kind of like external, right? So when, when a person is on on Instagram, they want to know about you. They want to know about your unboxing, they want to know about your, um, about your company party, because that helps them feel more comfortable to, to buy from you and feel like they know, know you. When a person is on Pinterest, they do not care about that, <laughs> they really do not. So to have a, a Pinterest board with all your company photos, it's not gonna go anywhere. What people care about on Pinterest is how can you help me make my life better? How can I become a better mom, teacher, uh, marketer? You know, how can I make my house the way I want it, my body the way I want it, my diet? It's it's really it really is the introverts network. Like I, people don't go on there to share. Generally, they go on there to collect and then to get inspired to do.
0: So, I'm going to pretend. That my, okay. my listeners don't really know much about Pinterest other than what you've just shared. So break down, if I'm a business owner, how would I start looking at Pinterest? Maybe, maybe just not not just like how do I do it, maybe just how do, I, how do I start thinking about it in the context of marketing my business?
1: I think the best way is to get an account and use it. So you might have zero interest in Pinterest, you think, but everything that you're interested in is on there trust me <laughs> so I would choose something that really gets you excited um, and just create one board and look around search for ideas that get you excited and and see what is it about a particular article or topic or or what what is it that made you click this pin over that pin what how are you behaving on Pinterest like just get inside of the mind of a pinner because you know marketers we always look at things a little differently. (laughs) Sometimes you just need to be a consumer for a while.
0: So so in a lot of networks that people might be used to, and again, you've already pointed out that that's not what Pinterest necessarily is, um, the point is to build a following. But that's not really the behavior on on Pinterest, is it?
1: No, it's not at all, because like we talked about, uh, most of the activity is happening in search, about 90%. And so your content is potentially gonna reach way more people than ever follow you. Followers are important in the sense that Pinterest serves up your your new pins to your followers first because those people should be the ones who will be most engaged with your content. So then they watch like how, how your followers engage with that content as it comes out. And that has an impact on how far it will be distributed or how often it will show up in search or how high up it will be in search or related pins. Uh, so that's where they're important, which is why it's even more important important on Pinterest and maybe anywhere else to make sure you're attracting the right followers rather than going for numbers.
0: Let's face it, it's getting harder and harder to reach our prospects and customers. And we have to be a lot of places. We have to communicate using the tools that they want to use. Did you know that 1.3 billion people use Facebook Messenger every day? Would you like to know how you could reach them? Get a free one-month pro trial by going to ManyChat.com and click Get Started, enter the code DuctTape. that's D-U-C-T-T-A-P-E, for your free one-month pro trial. It's such a great way to engage prospects, build relationships with customers through interactive, tailored content in the place that they want to get it. ManyChat.com, enter the code DUCKTAPE for a free one-month pro trial. So if I'm building some boards and I'm posting some things and now maybe Pinterest is showing them, you know, for certain types of searches, how do I mm-hmm. meet business objectives there? I mean, ultimately, we want customers. So how do how does Pinterest allow me to do that or help me do that?
1: Oh, Pinterest is all about the traffic. It's It's the one place that I know of that is very happy to send you off their platform to yours so it is it can be a huge traffic driver and sometimes I've had people call my agency and, and say hey I, I wasn't doing anything on Pinterest and I just happen to notice that I'm getting a ton of traffic from Pinterest so I feel like maybe if I put some effort into it I would get more <laughs> and yes usually that is the case um, but it is already the number two driver of social traffic right behind Facebook so you know if if people put more energy in into it, it could be a lot more, um, but among content marketers anyway, only about 28, 27% of content marketers are using Pinterest, which, which is kind of amazing to me when, what we want really kind of all starts with traffic. And that is where Pinterest is incredibly powerful.
0: So would I be incorrect in assuming though, that you got to show up with some visual chops there, that that that's what people are looking for, or can you Mm. have a checklist of things as long as it meets something I'm looking for?
1: Well, you know, I have seen some ugly pins do really, really well. (laughs) So so I have one from an old agency of mine, that is i still get emails about it being my most popular pin and it is ugly it has like lego characters on it it is it's bad so sometimes that happens but in general you do want high quality professional images with some compelling text on the image which partially works to help people know what the image is and to click through and it also helps with search so Pinterest actually like reads The text on your image, Pinterest can actually tell what the items in your image are and they assign keywords based on those items. Um, So you do need to give some thought to your images, but you don't have, I mean, there are apps out there that will help you. Like there's Easel, there's Canva, there are all kinds of things. You don't even have to know Photoshop to make a beautiful pen.
0: So I've written a, a, a book recently uh, called The Self-Reliant mm. Entrepreneur, and it has yeah. every day has a, a new page and new entry. Um, and I um, anchor all of those daily pages with quotes from some mid-19th century literature. So mm. just using myself as an example, this is my this is my way to get free consulting, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's brilliant. <very laughs> <laughs> Would would quotes, you know, from some of taken from some of those pages be a good Pinterest?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, quotes on Pinterest are unbelievably popular. I was just looking this morning at um, audience insights and looking at what the general Pinterest user is into. Um, quotes. Let's see, twenty six percent of the general audience on Pinterest is interested in quotes. So we have three hundred twenty two million uh, monthly active users. 26% of those people are engaging with quote pins. So yes, I would do that. However, I would also say that um, infographics can be very popular on Pinterest, but they don't always get clicks. And I'm I'm suspecting the same thing might be true of a quote pin. So, so what I would say is, yes, absolutely, you should try this. Um, but also put some kind of call to action on your image itself. So like to see how to use this in your business or just like whatever, you know, I don't know what the quotes are exactly. but
0: <laughs> Well, so it's like Thoreau and Emerson and, you know, some okay. of the, the that kind of writing that people would be familiar with. But what yeah. you're saying is don't just leave them as eye candy, you know, make them something yeah. more useful to the user or at least to compelling.
1: Yeah. How do you like how to use this in your everyday life? Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. So yeah. are there some tips and tricks for getting organic um, traffic then? So in other words, just like, there are tips for Google. Are there tips for showing up higher in, in Pinterest searches?
1: Yes, absolutely. So uh, something that, that has changed, um, fairly recently and people are noticing it is that, um, it used to work that you could pin the same image, to the same blog post over and over and over again to the same boards. And, and that worked to increase your traffic. Um, but, pinterest doesn't want that right they want every time you or i go back to pinterest we want they want us to see something new and exciting so that we want to keep coming back makes sense so with that in mind that's not working anymore to pin the same thing over and over again so what a lot of people are doing is making multiple images for the same blog post right so that more opportunity to show up so I asked around some of my friends, you know, have, have you done this? What are the results? And, and a friend of mine who has a teacher's pay teacher store where they sell, um, uh, like writing checklists for, for third grade teachers, for example, she had a pin, um, it was a couple years old and she was still getting almost 2000 link clicks a month from it, which, but well, I'll take that from one image on Pinterest. Um, but she thought, well, let me make a new image, just freshen it up. It's it's a very simple image with just some text overlay on it. Probably took five minutes to make. In the same month where she got two thousand from the old pin, she got over ten thousand link clicks from the brand new pin.
0: Hmm. Wow. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. S- so this is working.
0: So does video work in Pinterest? That sounds like yeah. a really basic question, but
1: yeah, native video is fairly new to Pinterest. Um, it seems to be most effective for awareness and engagement as opposed to traffic. There are ways to get it to, to work for traffic, but kind of the intention is that people will watch it on Pinterest and, and like learn more about your business. So especially if you're looking at ads on Pinterest that are video, um, a lot of them are the bigger brands. So they're paying for that awareness. Um, but yeah, they're, they're very prominent in search on Pinterest right now because, they're they're new and, and Pinterest wants people to to use them, um, so they'll be right at the top of your search results. And of course, they're very eye catching as you're scrolling through on mobile. Like one of the videos in the frame will be moving, which is which is pretty great.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's move to the inevitable. Uh, yeah. Paid Pinterest yes. or promoted pins or promoted pins I think is the yes. term for that that one. So how does that work?
1: Well, the coolest thing to me about promoted pins is that when you advertise a pin on pinterest even after that promotion is done that pin lives on and then people because your distribution has been so much greater because you paid for it people will have been saving it all this time right so that's now it's on their boards and their people are seeing it showing up in other searches people keep clicking on these secondary pins that came from your promoted pin and you're not paying for that. You stopped your ad, but you're still getting more traffic because you promoted the pin. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, how does the function of purchase? I mean, is there, um, how does the targeting work? How does the, yeah. um, how does the bidding work out uh, of, again, I, I guess I'm really saying, how does it work? How does
1: it work? Well, it's, it's, somewhat like facebook ads although the targeting options are um not as extensive it's you know it's a it's a smaller platform it's a newer platform but they are pretty cool so you can do things like you can instead of a look-alike audience you can do an act-alike audience which is is similar but uh, um, instead of having similar demographics it would have similar behavior patterns like pinterest would look at. you say you're, you're paying customers and say all right these people tend to be interested in this sort of thing They tend to pin this sort of thing. They've they have boards about these sorts of things uh, And
0: then they can target those people so going back to my quoters people that typically pin quotes could be an act alike. Yeah, yeah,
1: well, I mean like an act alike would be more like you have an audience
0: Oh, I see I like see. your so website You provide, visitors. That. You provide your, that you gotcha. Okay, yeah, or
1: your email list um yeah. But you can do also what what I think is pretty cool is an engagement audience where if I pin something and then you pin it, like you pin something that goes to my website and someone else clicks on your pin that goes to my website, I can then target that person because they have engaged with content to my site, even if they don't know me at all. (laughs) <laughs> but I know that they're interested in my content.
0: Are there industries or types of businesses that, that this is just a no-brainer for um, that do really well um, yeah. in, in Pinterest? <laughs> what would those be?
1: Yeah, so travel does really well. Um, we have a lot of recipe bloggers that get a ton of traffic from Pinterest, uh, fashion and beauty, um, bloggers. Uh, even like Even finance does really well. <laughs> Um, And I I think it all comes down to if you can frame your product or service the right way, like the Pinterest way, just about anybody can make it work. Because like with finance, um, I use this example, like on Facebook, it might be something like um, 10 things that that will get you audited this year. Right. That that works on on Facebook. But on Pinterest, you want it to be aspirational. So it's going to be like. 10 ways you're going to 10 X your business this year. It's like, it's different content. Sometimes you can reframe existing content to have it work on Pinterest. um, But it's just a very different feel
0: so elisa i'm going to give you the advertising moment um, for for the for the show today um, yeah. what, how would I use a tool like Tailwind to make this job of uh, I know tailwind also does Instagram but specifically mm-hmm. for Pinterest how would I use a scheduling tool like tailwind to make that 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 job uh, smoother
1: yeah so Pinterest really wants us to be consistently adding new content so if you are creating multiple pins to to your content and you and we, we should be if we want to get the most out of out of the traffic we can get from Pinterest it's great for scheduling so we have um, what we call smart schedule which looks at when when your followers are most likely to be engaged um, on the platform and we'll send your pins out at that time just to increase the chances that they're that they're going to see and engage with your pins um, so I mean life life happens Right. We can go a while without pinning anything, but Pinterest really wants to see those consistent signals that you are a reliable content creator and they will boost your distribution in the search and in feed.
0: Yeah, well, I think we want to stay in the moment and do things that are interesting that happen in the moment. I, I do think mm-hmm. if we have a plan for our editorial, you know, we, we should schedule things out. Some people, yeah. I remember when social started, people were like, oh, that's robotic. You know, you're not being mm-hmm. truly social. But I think if we're looking at social media and we're looking at search engines and platforms like this as just a part of our overall marketing plan, which is what we should be looking at them as, yeah. I think, uh, then scheduling just makes sense. Because it's basically our editorial plan, so we stay focused and we stay on track.
1: Yeah, and really, how do you, I don't know how you do business without batching anymore. And and I, if I if I created five pins and I had to try to remember, oh, I want to add a new one every week so that Pinterest knows that I'm I'm creating great. Consistent content. I'm not gonna remember what did I pin that. I don't know.
0: Like, well, you do like a lot yeah. of small businesses, and you go find a Gen Z person to uh, you know, to tell, <laughs> tell, tell them to do that. You know, as, I guess
1: you could have a Gen Z person, or you could have Tailwind, whichever
0: you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> so, where can people find out more about Tailwind? And I, I'm pretty darn sure there's a free trial, even. Oh, there
1: is a free trial. So it's TailwindApp.com, or the blog is blog.tailwindapp.com, where you can learn a whole lot more about pinterest and instagram marketing um yes and there is a free trial so if you sign up you get 100 free pins to use as you would like and you can try all the cool features of tailwind
0: awesome well elisa thanks for stopping by the duct tape marketing podcast hopefully we'll run into you again out there on the road i know we we (laughs) spoke at the same conference in maine a few months ago and uh, maybe we do that again
1: i'd love that thanks for having me john